Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, it is Monday, August 14th. Another former Celtic has an opinion about some NBA stars and who was the whiner traded by the Mets at the deadline. That and some baseball bets on this mid-August day as we are only weeks away from the NFL regular season. I'm Mad Max joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, happy Monday. How was your weekend? Um, It went by way too fast. Uh, usually my... Weekends are kind of relaxing, but uh, went down to the lake house, um, had to pick up some stuff, showed it to a prospective buyer. But, uh, you know, it's, I find it interesting that here we are going earlier than probably ever at 6 a.m. Eastern time. You say it's Monday. If we keep going earlier, we're going to be doing, you know, midnight shows when I start my shift. It's this is uh, neither one of us could sleep last night. No, no, I had a rough night's sleep. I got to the point where it's like, you know, if 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 I didn't record right now, I probably would have fallen asleep like right now, <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been good. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna podcast now just to stay awake. Yeah, I've I've been up for you know probably about yeah, three hours or so, and uh, yeah, listen, I mean, you know, I I like doing the show when when our DJs can listen and participate in, but oftentimes it's we go when we can go when when the uh, the rosy gods, the the, the highways uh, uh, allow it uh, for you to have a great reception. I will take that. I will take that any fucking day. It makes my life a lot easier. Makes your life a lot easier, too, because you've got things to say. You've got things to say, and you don't like when Rosie gets in the way. No, it annoys me. Sometimes I don't even know Rosie's in the way. So listen, I'm already out of Chicago. I'm back in Indiana. Rosie may be an issue, so let's get to the topics. All right. Uh, topic number one, let's talk about Kevin Garnett. He calls out LeBron James and, and Kevin Durant for uh, t- tells him to take on new roles. That's right. On his latest podcast, he says, LeBron and KD, it's time for them to spot uh, to be uh, spot up. We uh, done gave the ball to them for like ages. This is 20 years where uh, I gave them the ball, telling them, can they play off the ball once? Can they go in the corner now? And someone make a play, make it uh, them to get a free shot. Now it's basically saying is like these guys aren't young enough to be the the ball dominant guys, like driving to the lane, being being the the alphas on on, on the offense. Then these guys, I've actually noticed this about Kevin Durant. Actually, Durant has kind of been that guy for the last few years. So I was kind of surprised when Garnett said this about Durant. Durant's kind of been like playing off the ball and like in fact like you're thinking about like uh, Devin Booker and, and the Phoenix Suns like yeah Devin Booker's gonna own that ball and Durant's gonna hit three-pointers and be you know he's gonna, he's gonna make some moves but he's not gonna be the man on offense and I think Durant is fine with that as long as he's winning 
As for the the statements about uh, LeBron James, I think Kevin Garnett, you are just totally, absolutely wrong. I, I as long as LeBron keeps playing at the level that he's playing, he can do whatever the fuck he wants out there. I honestly, honestly, if he keeps putting up the numbers he does, then he can do whatever the fuck you want. And and my my issue here, before I get to your opinion here, Panther, is if someone, anyone, would have said this to Kevin Garnett as he was aging. Kevin Garnett would have stopped speaking to them for the rest of his life. That's, that's probably true. Uh, this is a difficult topic for me because these are two of my favorite players to bash, and Kevin Garnett couldn't be further wrong. Um, you know, D- Durant has become an off-the-ball player. It's not like he's exactly a point guard. He does a pretty good job for being seven foot of passing the ball, shooting three-pointers, not you know, being dominant in the paint like Kevin Garnett was back in his heyday. LeBron, you know, being kind of a point forward for the last several years while he's been in L.A., um, isn't really driving as much. But to your point, when this guy's healthy, what the fuck is getting in the way of a six foot nine, 260-pound bully? I mean, LeBron James, for all of his flopping, if we just – drive to the hoop nobody can really stop him he really is an absolute freak and force of nature probably could have been even more dominant than he has been in his 20 plus year career um i don't know what the fuck garnett's talking about because i i don't see what he is accusing them of of that being what they're doing yeah i listen i you know i I, i'm of that Celtics championship team, I have one of their jerseys, and that is Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Rajon Rondo is the only jersey that I have from that that, that group of the Celtics who won the title. Um, and I I I I say that uh, I'm I'm such a Rondo fan because he's keeping his fucking mouth shut right now. All those other guys on the championship team like to run their mouth. Uh, Garnett Pierce, uh, fucking Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins made a career of running his goddamn mouth. And I think I like Rondo the most because he's staying quiet about things. Um, I still feel bad about poor Ray Allen. I get it. He left for the enemy. But, you know, he saw the writing on the wall. He, 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 saw, he saw what was coming with the Celtics. He, he, he jumped ship and joined LeBron and uh, won, won himself a title. So, I, you know, uh, I feel bad about, about Ray Allen. It took all those years for, the, for them to forgive him, quote unquote. And this is just another one of those things where it's like I, I just couldn't imagine like someone telling Garnett as he was aging and deteriorating, as we saw before our very eyes on on those those that stint in Brooklyn and then his uh, second second uh, reunion his well his reunion with uh, the Timberwolves, he was a diminished player. If anyone said anything to him, it's like okay, KG, you can't be as aggressive anymore. You can't have that intensity. You need to be you know playing off the ball. He would have fucking punched you in the goddamn face. And for him to say that to two guys who are still premier athletes in this league, and yeah, we like to bash them a lot. And I'll, I'll say that you know uh, Durant is is probably my least favorite player in the league. Uh, well, no, Kyrie is probably the least favorite. So when those guys uh, teamed up, it was it was like it was, it was my dream come true. I could bash one team uh, at the same time, uh, and. Uh, it's just ridiculous, though, for a guy like uh, Garnett, you know, to, to say something about these guys when it's just it's totally off the mark and he wouldn't like it if someone said it to him. So yeah, just a word of advice, former Celtics players, if your name isn't Larry Bird, keep your mouth shut. Larry Bird does keep his mouth shut. I don't I know, understand. I, know. I, I don't understand what's up with these 
lack of a better term, divas. I know we're going to transition into a diva, but why, especially Paul Pierce, why were you talking shit about Dwayne Wade on his Hall of Fame induction week? Like, I don't get what's going through these guys' heads. They're gonna they're enshrined in the in the same Hall of Fame as you. The two guys that you're talking shit about, Kevin Garnett, are gonna have busts in the Hall of Fame. I don't what the fuck? I just don't get what's going. It's almost like they played some football and got some concussions and brain damage. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I mean it's it's as Draymond calls it, it's the new media, right? It's it's these athletes, it's people that have a, the ability to have a voice. It's thanks to Twitter X or whatever you want to call it. It's uh, you know, podcasts like these guys are, are famous. They have podcasts, they're making more money than than anyone making these fucking podcasts and saying these silly statements, and then you've got fools like us that react to them and get even more fucking attention to it. So <laughs> that's they're they're smart businessmen. Anyway, yeah, moving on to the second story, you're talking about uh, a diva. All right. Uh, Mets teammate says traded pitcher was a whining diva. Uh-oh, Panther. Which pitcher could it be? Certainly not our very own Mad Max Scherzer, right? Well, thank God it wasn't. Former Mets ace Justin Verlander was a diva who whined about the Mets' substandard analytics department. Now let's pause here. We know that the Houston Astros had a uh, <clears throat> wonderful analytics department right panther i mean they knew they knew, they, they knew a lot of data so maybe Verlander was very upset that the mets didn't have the same type of data that the houston astros did maybe they were upset that the trash cans in in queens were actually used for the the copious amounts of trash in queens and not for anything else but i digress okay um and apparently wasn't a big help to younger pitchers, according to a report by the New York Post. Now, uh, both uh, Scherzer and Verlander were traded at the deadline, and it seems that their old history never really repaired itself either. Like, these guys were teammates in the t- uh, Detroit, didn't get along back then, and apparently this this uh, reunion didn't go well for them either. They, they didn't really speak to each other or, you know, were buddy-buddy this go-around. Uh, saying a vast difference, some Mets players saying there's a vast difference to last year when Scherzer was absolutely the leader of that clubhouse and Chris Bassett was another one of those veteran guys and they helped the younger pitchers. And of course, the Mets won 101 games last year uh, and and the Mets, you know, made the playoffs. Uh, Scherzer was actually disappointed. He was actually saddened to be traded for the Mets. He likes the opportunity with, 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 with uh, the te- uh, Texas Rangers, of course, to win for a title this year because it was a lost season with the Mets. But Seems like Verlander could have been a major problem in that locker room. Does that does that surprise you? Uh, you know what? No. When I when I, when I read the headline, I was like, "Please don't be Max. Please don't be Max Scherzer," because I would have that would have surprised me. When I realized it was red, you know, it was Verlander, I wasn't surprised. And you know, I don't even really think God it was like two decades ago that those two were on the same team in Detroit. Um, but. I, I don't know why. I don't know him. Um, but I feel like I wasn't surprised. And I'm trying to figure out what fucking youth he was supposed to mentor. Uh, Tyler McGill? David Peterson? Like, fuck, it's the Mets rotation wasn't exactly a youth movement. So I'm not sure what they expected from him. And it also kind of reeked of, you know, the, the um, of Brooklyn Nets with, you know, uh, Kyrie and KD and Harden. It's like these guys never were on the field. Like they were injured all season. So I don't know what they expected out of Verlander. He wasn't healthy. He's old. Um, it's just like, I don't know. As for the 
sabermetrics, if you will. Okay, nobody's going to measure up to the Astros, right? They they have a, a certain way of doing things. But, um, you know, for him to call them out, maybe he's not wrong. I, oh, no, just, I'm, just sure, I'm sure he's not wrong. I'm sure I'm sure he's not wrong. Uh, again, that's not uh, a reason to call him a diva. If that's their reason, then you look like a, some schmucks. But I'm not surprised they call him a diva, but I don't think it's, you know, him calling out the the management for not having certain things in place for them to do more research and have more information going into games. You know, he's right. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I think the Mets players that are saying this about Verlander kind of look a little bit like divas too, but uh, it probably is a better situation for all parties that Verlander and Scherzer are both gone. Yeah, no, I actually agree, and I've actually heard some disturbing uh, rumors out of the the Mets locker room regarding uh, our favorite player on the Mets. Uh, it seems like Pete Alonso is having some issues there too. Uh, not not quite the, uh, the the issues that uh, our, our young uh, shortstop uh, on on Tampa Bay is having. I don't know if you saw the news there too. He's not traveling with the team. It does not look good for for, for him over there. Uh, but it does seem that Pete Alonso is having some issues and. Um, I don't know. Uh, when you're losing, it's it's easy to have a lot of issues. When you're winning, those issues kind of get glossed over. So uh, that that could be part of it. But no, I I can see like Verlander's right. I'm I'm sure that he's right. The, the Mets. Uh, I'm sure their 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 analytics probably aren't as strong as some of the other teams out there. Um, I know that Houston and Boston and a lot of these other teams invested heavily in in data and and you know large learning models and stuff like that to be able to break down and analyze data. And that's couple years ago started talking about it but you know i I don't know if they probably didn't make as much uh progress and for a team that for a while just constantly had injuries you got to suspect that the training department probably isn't as good as as he probably had in houston as well so yeah it's it's best for both parties but take that all aside you could be right and you can still be whiny. And I could also see that being the truth. I could also see him being constantly uh, making comments about it or constantly be, you know, being a bitch about it. So that's just my, my impression of Verlander, uh, but good on him. You know, he's got an opportunity to win another world series over there in Houston. He's got to go toe to toe against Mad Max, which I you listen now knowing that they don't really like each other that much or, you know, never really uh, mended the fences or, you know, uh, kind of uh, got, got back together after the, the, the fallout a decade ago. I This is must-watch for me. I must see these two teams play in the playoffs. Kind of rooting for it. I was glanced at the standings. You realize the Rangers are three games out of being in first place in the American League, just three games behind the Baltimore Orioles of all teams. And Houston is making moves. They're only two and a half games behind the Rangers. So this last, I don't know, whatever we have left, month and month and a half of the season could be really fun, particularly for those two teams. Yeah, I, and uh, don't look now because of the shellacking that the the Braves gave to the Mets this past weekend. Trust me, I know uh, best team in baseball when it comes to run differential, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break after that. Baseball bets, stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. 
If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back, possibly never left. So listen, I, you know, I, I applaud you, Mister Fitted. You're, you're probably still in bed, rubbing the sleep out of your eyes, and you're like, "Oh shit, the guys are going. Let me, let me join live." <laughs> Early start for us today, but uh, appreciate you joining and listening. All right, Panther. Uh, a light schedule of baseball today, and I still somehow have found three games to bet on. Where are you at? That means we're betting on six because I'm betting on three. Uh, Let's start in South Beach where the Houston Astros are coming to calling. I don't feel like we're talking enough about this Marlins team. They are banging on the door of almost locking themselves into the playoffs. We know damn well the Astros are going to be in the playoffs. But with Valdez on the mound and a better off, I think what we perceive as a better offense you would expect Houston to be a little bit chalkier. They're not. I think Miami might be the play. I just can't do it. It, it just didn't feel right to say Miami's going to beat the Astros. So I'm going to take the Astros minus 130 for 10 bucks. Well, I am going to do it. I am going to take the Marlins, and tomorrow I'll be saying fuck the Marlins, as I usually do. But I, I like the way that Garrett's been pitching. Like Honestly, I think Garrett is, you know, and other than uh, Valdez threw the no-hitter, right? He was, he, was, he was one of the four that threw the no-hitter this year. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think Valdez threw the no-hitter. Anyway, uh, other than uh, that game, like, he's been mortal. He's been hittable. So to me, uh, I think that, you know, value with Marlins at home, um, they haven't been playing the greatest baseball down the stretch. So maybe they do fade and, and miss out on the playoffs, but they're right there. They're right there to grab a playoff spot. I think they get the win today. So you know, I'll take the, let's see, what am I going to get? You're getting the minus 135. I'm going to get plus 126. So scratch that from the DJ parlay, $10 bet on fuck the fish. Next game up, the Angels at the Rangers. The aforementioned Max Scherzer will take the mound for the Rangers. Going against Patrick Sandoval. You know, Sandoval's actually been pitching pretty decently for the Angels. Problem is, the run support for the Angels has just been, uh, it's been abysmal. I know the Angels did say they're going to skip Otani's next turn in the rotation. I don't know what that does for his DHing. I fully expect that he will still go out there and swing the stick. But at minus, minus 190 for te- Texas, felt like too much chalk, but it also felt like Texas was going to win this game. 
I almost didn't want to do it. I really kind of almost don't want to do it, but there's just not enough to bet on. I'm run lining the Rangers, but listen, DJs, I don't feel good about it. I can't eat 190, so I have to run line it, and I don't think the Angels are winning. So that's where I'm at, but I swear to God, this is probably going to be a one-run game. Okay, listen, um, so I'll get you plus 120 on the run line, but before I lock that in, I, I found, I feel is an acceptable line at minus 175. I I think that that is at the height of what you want to bet this one before losing a ton of value. I'll, I'll lock you in at the plus 120 uh, at the run line, but if you want the minus 175 on the money line for the, for the Rangers, I could do that as well. Um, we might look at that when we get to the parlay. I think we got over I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Parlay, right? <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah, maybe we'll lock in the minus 175 on the parlay. Yeah, total moral support here. Um, I had this at much uh, higher, in, but a couple of sports books came online um, and opened at minus 175. I don't anticipate those uh, lines to last, though, because, yeah, you're seeing minus 182, minus 190 at, at most other sports books here. So I do think that those opening lines at some of these other sports books will uh, drop as people are placing bets on that. So, yeah, moral support lean on the Rangers but this opened at minus 155 on the Rangers so it's it's uh, you know um the I guess let's see yeah it opens minus, minus 155 at FanDuel and it's at minus 180 at FanDuel right now so I mean the line's going to get worse at some of those other books so take advantage of <laughs> at this six o'clock hour if you can all right last game up for me I'm going to need your help on this one because at two o'clock in the morning when I was writing these down there was no line Arizona's on the road taking on the Colorado Rockies Arizona has not, I mean, they're kind of fading out of the playoff picture. They still have a chance, but they've not been playing real good. But they're still better than the Rockies, who've been playing really bad. we got Merrill Kelly going against Flexen for the Rockies. Flexen's not very good and even worse in mile high. I got Arizona winning this game, and if I have to, depending on what you're telling me, I actually am even comfortable run-lining this if I need to. What kind of line can you get me, Max? Panther, you're not going to like the run line. Oh, it's it's minus one sixty on the run line. Holy shit, boss! <laughs> minus two fifty right now on the money line. Minus one sixty on the run line. Uh, it's a run line. It disagrees. <laughs> That's what uh, I got. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, at at the plus two hundred on Colorado, I I think I have to lean them with the value, but I don't think that they have a chance to win. So yeah, probably minus minus two fifty, probably win that in a parlay or something if you want to. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't bet either side of this one. There's there's no value to be had here. All right, moving on to my games. Like a couple more left. We did we touched the Miami one. Uh, let's talk Baltimore at San Diego. Kikuchi on the mound for uh, the Padres, which you know. Whenever I get a chance to fade Kikuchi, I will. And that's a shame because Darvish. he is a fine pitcher. He, he's, he's, oh, I'm sorry, Darvish. Oh, I, I make that, that was, that was the total mistake. That Darvish is on the <laughs> I also fade Darvish. I fade both those guys. Yeah, I am. I'm terrible. Uh, no, Darvish on the mound for the Padres. And whenever I get a chance to uh, fade Darvish, I absolutely do. Uh, which is a shame because he is a pretty good pitcher and he has, he's had pitch, pitch pretty well lately, but, I'm on the Orioles here, man. The Orioles, um, you know, I know that they don't have the solid pitcher starting, but I think that they have everything else. This Padres team is fading. This Padres team is underperforming uh, of expectations. And even at home, uh, I don't see them as a, you know, uh, 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 
a favorite over the Orioles. Minus 130. Too much for me. Uh, way too much. So plus 118 on the O's. $10 bet on Baltimore. Remember back in the early 90s when the Philadelphia Eagles had Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Randall Cunningham, Mike Quick. I mean, this team was loaded, right? Never won a Super Bowl. Never won a championship. I feel like that's where we are with the Padres. This is a team that's had high expectations year in and year out for the last three or four years. They've got a loaded starting rotation. They've got two of the best hitters in the game in Machado and Fernando Tatis, and they still can't win fucking games. I'm with you. I I, I get the, the plus line on the Orioles. Darvish has been pretty decent at home. But, man, how do you trust the Padres right now? This is a team that's fading and falling really fast. I'll give you moral support on the Orioles. All right, last one up for me. Let's talk about the other team that's trying to vie for a playoff spot in the AL East. They hit a rough patch for a while, but now that they are uh, got some, their winning ways back on, Tyler Glass now going to start for the Rays. He has missed some time due to injury, and if he can be healthy, maybe he is the de facto ace uh, for this team moving forward this season. Uh, minus 138 is what I can get on Tampa Bay. It's a little high for me, especially with Glass now coming back from that injury. And the Giants are no slouch. I mean, the Giants pretty good team, uh, you know, fighting for their playoff spot uh, in in the, uh, the National League. Um, but yeah, I think Tampa Bay gets it done today. $10 bet on the Rays. I've got to wonder about the race psyche right now. You already got the news about McClanahan last week. Now you've got this circus going on with Wander Franco, and he's not traveling with the team. This team isn't exactly loaded with offensive power where they can just lose a guy like Wander Franco. Uh, I, I'm skeptical here. I, I do like Laz now, but on the road at a San Francisco team where I would be hard-pressed to give you two players and their starting lineup. I, I just don't know this Giants team, yet they continue to win year in and year out. Same thing this year. I think I'm leaning the Giants in this game. All right. Well, here we go. This will be our DJ parlay for the day. Baltimore plus 118 over the Padres. Texas minus 180 over the Angels. And then the Arizona D-backs minus 250 over the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> Uh, that's only going to pay us 376 but listen, we've had a trend of winning our Monday parlay the last two weeks. Let's see if we can make it three Mondays in a row, but that'll do it to, uh, for us today. Panther, take us home. All right, guys. Uh, we, we did it early, and uh, thanks for the guys that did show up. And uh, for those of you who didn't, you're going to have to get out of bed at 5 o'clock and wait for Max to let you know when we're going to go. Otherwise, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but we're in here in the asylum, active weekend, have all kinds of part, prop bets and parlays and shit going on. Come on in, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name, we'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Peace. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.